0: Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Thursday, April 21st, 2022. I'm Brian McCullough today. All right, funding actually secured, Elon, for real this time. A look at Tesla's good earnings and monster margins. Unions are coming for big tech, it seems. A reckoning is coming for the lightning cable, it seems. And advertising in your console games is inevitable, it seems. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. So this is really going to happen, huh? A new filing that dropped this morning revealed that Elon Musk says he has secured $46.5 billion in financing for a Twitter acquisition and will explore a tender offer. The reason I'm saying I guess this is maybe going to happen now is that a tender offer has a way of forcing things to happen. Here's how Matt Levine described a theoretical tender recently. "Quote, A tender offer is just a big coordinated public offer to buy stock open to all shareholders at the same price. You announce to all shareholders, I want to buy 51% of this company and I'll pay $50 per share in cash, but I won't buy more than 51% more than 51% tender, you prorate the offer, not buying all the shares that are tendered, you get to exactly 51% paying $50 per share. You proceed as above, taking control of the board, etc. Quoting the Wall Street Journal, In a securities filing, Mr. Musk also said that given the lack of a response from Twitter's board, he is now exploring a tender offer to acquire shares of Twitter directly from shareholders, though he said he hasn't decided whether to do so. Mr. Musk made a non-binding $43 billion bid for Twitter on April 14th. Mr. Musk said he has committed about $21 billion in funding through equity financing. He also said he has received a commitment letter from Morgan Stanley Senior Funding for $13 billion in various debt facilities. In a separate debt commitment letter, Morgan Stanley also offered to provide $12.5 billion in margin loans according to Mr. Musk's security filing, end quote. And, quoting The Verge, "...the funding is provided through two debt commitment letters from Morgan Stanley Senior Funding in which the bank commits to offering a series of loans worth $25.5 billion. The remaining $21 billion will be covered by Musk himself." Notably, the filing does not list any equity partners to share the cash burden with Mr. Musk. The Tesla CEO already owns a 9% stake in Twitter, valued at roughly $2.9 billion. The filing also makes clear that Twitter has not formally responded to Musk's offer. The reporting person is seeking to negotiate a definitive agreement for the acquisition of Twitter by the reporting person, it reads, and is prepared to begin such negotiations immediately." End quote. Given the controversy that's often surrounded the CEO, potential investors have also reportedly been hesitant about co-investing with Musk. The New York Times also previously noted that Twitter's inconsistent financial performance over the years, not to mention controversies of its own, mean it's not an obvious contender for a traditional leveraged buyout. Further, Musk has publicly said buying Twitter is not meant as, quote, a way to make money, end quote, which, taken at face value, never wise with Musk, undermines anyone looking to maximize returns. Even with funding secured, taking over Twitter will not be easy. The company's board of directors recently announced measures to block Musk's hostile takeover. This maneuver, which is known in the finance world as a poison pill, allows certain shareholders to purchase more stock in an attempt to block Musk from holding a stake of over 15%, Reuters previously reported, end quote. Again, Elon, 420 was yesterday. You've really been slipping lately. Now, we sometimes cover Tesla earnings on the show, and sometimes we don't. It's sort of a gray area to what degree it's plausible for us to cover Tesla as a tech company. I mean, electric vehicle tech, self-driving tech, that's all definitely tech. But, you know, if it's just the automotive business, the number of cars sold, etc., sometimes that feels outside of our purview. But I'm choosing to cover Tesla today to make note of Tesla's progress. In short, Tesla's earnings yesterday reinforced the fact that they are fulfilling their long dream, quoting CNN Business. Tesla has posted record profits once again, overcoming supply chain issues that have dogged the broader auto industry to blow away Wall Street's forecasts for the company for the first quarter of 2022. Even with supply chain issues, the company earned adjusted income of $3.7 billion, much higher than the $2.6 billion forecast by analysts surveyed by Refinitiv. It was also more than triple the $1.1 billion it earned on that basis a year ago, and 30% higher than the previous record of $2.9 billion it posted in the fourth quarter of last year. Revenue of $18.8 billion also easily topped forecasts rising 6% from the fourth quarter sales and 81% from the year-ago total. Demand for its cars was so strong that the day's supply of vehicles it has available for customers fell to only three days. CEO Elon Musk said that despite the company's Shanghai plant being shut down for a couple of weeks in April due to COVID lockdowns there, and several suppliers also having to shut down, he thinks the factory should be able to come close to its first quarter production level, if not exceed it. He said he believes the company should be able to continue its 50% annual growth rate, quote, for the foreseeable future for basically several of the next years, end quote. Basically, the future is very exciting. I've never been more optimistic or excited about Tesla's future than I am right now, he said, end quote. And I found this detail that was in the piece by CNBC fascinating, quote, Automotive gross margins jumped to a record 32.9%, with Tesla reporting gross profit of $5.54 billion in its main segment. Regulatory credits accounted for $679 million of automotive revenue for the quarter. Revenue growth was driven in part by an increase in the number of cars Tesla delivered and an increase in average sales prices, the company said in its shareholder deck. Early this month, Tesla reported vehicle deliveries of $310,048 for the first quarter, the closest approximation of sales disclosed by the company. Model 3 and Model Y vehicles comprise 95% of deliveries in the period ending March 31st, 2022, end quote. So what I wanted to point out is that 33% gross margins aren't exactly software margins, but considering this is the automotive industry where 5% margins are considered out of this world, I'd say that's close enough for me to say that they approximate software margins in an ultimate hardware product. I feel like the whole unionization movement as a story has sort of slipped through the cracks for us when that Amazon warehouse in Staten Island became the first to unionize. I feel like it happened on a Friday or maybe into the weekend, so I missed covering it. And earlier this week, I almost did a segment on Apple employees attempting to unionize at the Grand Central Terminal Store here in New York City, looking for $30 an hour minimum pay, tuition reimbursement, more vacation time, better retirement options, etc. But it looks like someone might beat them to the punch. 70% of employees at an Atlanta Apple store have agreed to hold a union election, making that Apple store the first to file for a union election with the CWA, quoting the New York Times. The move continues a recent trend of service sector unionization in which unions have won elections at Starbucks, Amazon, and REI locations. The workers are hoping to join the Communications Workers of America, which represents workers at companies like AT&T Mobility and Verizon, and has made a concerted push into the tech sector in recent years. The union says that about 100 workers at the store... A Cumberland mall in northwest Atlanta are eligible to vote, including salespeople and repair technicians, and that over 70% of them have signed authorization cards indicating their support. In a statement, the union said Apple, like other tech employers, had effectively created a tiered workforce that denied retail workers the pay, benefits, and respect that workers earned at its corporate offices. Workers said they loved working at Apple, but sometimes felt they were treated like second class employees. We want equal to what corporate actually gets, said Sydney Rhodes, an employee at the store who was involved in the union campaign. An Apple spokesman said the company offered strong benefits including health care coverage, tuition reimbursement, and paid family leave and a minimum pay rate of $20 per hour for retail workers. Officials at the National Labor Relations Board will next determine whether there is sufficient interest among workers to hold an election, the bar is officially 30%, and set the terms for a potential vote. Both the union and the employer will have an opportunity to weigh in on the details, including the universe of employees eligible to take part and whether the vote should occur by mail or in person. Selling a little or a lot? Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code RIDEHOME. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men spelled nutrafo dot slash men and enter promo code RIDEHOME. Amazon has unveiled Buy With Prime, which lets third-party merchants use Amazon's shipping and logistics network to fulfill orders on their own sites, quoting CNBC. These websites will be able to put the Prime badge on their website next to items that are eligible for free two-day or next-day delivery. Prime members will use the payment and shipping information stored on their Amazon accounts to place an order. Buy with Prime won't be free for sellers, and pricing will vary depending on payment processing, fulfillment, storage, and other fees. To start, the service will only be available by invitation to sellers who use Fulfillment by Amazon or FBA. With that service, merchants pay to have their inventory stored in Amazon's warehouses and to make use of the company's supply chain and shipping operations. Eventually, it will be extended to other merchants, including those not selling on Amazon." End quote. According to a new report, Sony is working on a PlayStation program to let select partners insert ads within free-to-play games, similar to a reported Microsoft effort for Xbox, because of course they are, quoting IGN. According to Advertising Insider, Sony wants to encourage developers to create free-to-play games by adding this new way to monetize them beyond microtransactions and battle passes. Similar to what we know about Xbox's program, the goal for Sony is for the ads to fit in with the rest of the game, like putting real-life ads on billboards in virtual sports stadiums. Sony is also looking into rewarding players for watching ads and promotions with in-game items, including avatar skins. While we already know Microsoft isn't planning to take a cut of the revenue, Sony is still deciding if it will take a share. As for what companies Sony will partner with, one source in the report said Sony has a strict vetting process for selecting ad partners, ruling out any company that collects personal information like email addresses and names. Sony's program is supposed to launch by the end of this year. There are some concerns about the program, namely how companies will be able to track gamers and their purchasing habits after seeing the ad in-game. And some advertisers may want to avoid promoting their product in-games with violent content." Xbox is reportedly planning to launch its advertising program by the third quarter of 2022. It could include ads showing up as rendered billboards in racing games, for example. The profits will be shared between the game developer and the ad company. End quote. This is all about the rise of free to play, about the whole evolution of the gaming business model. It's also why we're seeing attempts to shove NFTs into gaming. In short, basically, gaming all of a sudden is this wide-open, wild west of business models. Are the days numbered for Apple's Lightning connector? The iPhone is basically the last thing in Apple's lineup with Lightning. As USB-C has now crept into even the iPad, and now the change may be forced upon Apple as the European Parliament's Consumer Protection Committee has voted 43 to 2 for a USB-C consumer electronics charging standard ahead of a full Parliament vote in May. Quoting TechCrunch. The IMCO committee voted 43 to 2 in favor of a negotiation position that will push to standardize charger ports for a range of mobile devices on USB Type C, including smartphones, tablets, handheld games consoles, e-readers, digital cameras, electronic toys, and more with members of the European Parliament voting to expand the original proposal to cover laptops, among other additional products. The committee backed exemptions for devices when they are too small to house this type of port, such as smartwatches, health trackers, and some sports equipment although larger devices in those categories would still be in scope under this amended version of the proposal. MEPs also voted to press the commission to address growing use of wireless charging, a development that could enable device makers to circumvent charger port rules by presenting a strategy that allows for minimum interoperability of any new charging solutions by the end of 2026, end quote. Quoting Dar Obasanjo on Twitter, Apple's VP of dongles just fell to their knees in Walmart, end quote. And finally today, Zoom has updated its desktop app with gesture recognition support for, you know, giving a thumbs up or a raised hand emoji after adding similar features to its iPad app in August, quoting The Verge. Zoom's reaction emoji are one of the platform's handiest features, letting you quickly applaud a coworker or send a heart to a friend. With the latest update to its desktop apps, Zoom is making a couple of those reactions easier to find. Its gesture recognition feature will show a thumbs up emoji in the meeting when you give one to your webcam, or flag a raised hand emoji when you raise your hand. Gesture recognition won't be news to those who use Zoom's iPad and iPhone apps, which have supported the same two gestures since last summer. And those who have used it know that it can be as frustrating as it is helpful. Zoom has a tendency to read, I'm scratching my face as I'm raising my hand, and at least in my experience, only responds to the most aggressive of thumbs up. Still, when it works, it does help Zoom bridge the gap between natural and digital communication, and it's not surprising that the company is still investing in the idea. I look forward to someday being able to blow kisses at the screen to register a heart emoji. There are a number of other features, In the latest version of Zoom, most notably a big improvement to the Zoom whiteboard. Whiteboard has been around for a while as an add-on to a meeting, but now it's a separate product inside Zoom. Zoom's trying to make it easier to manage breakout rooms and polls and run large events on the platform a little more seamlessly, too. Zoom is also continuing to roll out its chat etiquette tool, which automatically enforces corporate policies on communications. Keep an eye on that one because, as we've seen from companies like Google, the AI writing police is often wrong and frequently ridiculous, end quote. Basically, I went ahead and did this story as a segment just so I could include Casey Newton's joke about this from Twitter, quote, Coming soon! End a meeting early by making the jerk-off motion, end quote. To which M.G. Siegler responded, quote, I feel as if this may already work. No software update required. Tonight, Twitter space, the usual time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. The great Julia Alexander will join us to break down the whole Netflix situation and the streaming wars landscape generally. Then, I don't know, Chris and I are batting around a bunch of other topics, including staking in crypto, maybe a landmark law in the EU that I haven't really talked about much. We hope to find some way to not Talk about the Elon Twitter thing, but who knows? That story seems to have an event horizon that sucks all conversation into it. See you tonight. Bring your own topics. Talk to you tomorrow.